You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. It's Halloween up here on Days Revisited. Red Rob! Red Rob! Red Rob! No! Now your hosts, Trey Harris and Daniel Sant'Angelo. <laughs> But I bet you know what death is because you've been listening to 80s Revisited for Halloween horror hoedown of hideousness. Hacktacular. There you go. Hey. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. I'm the other, Daniel Sanangelo. And with us, as always, our silent and deadly, much like Michael Myers, producer, Jesse Sedgley. And farts. <laughs> Silent yes, and I yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Halloween 2, the sequel to what I could probably say is my favorite horror movie of all time. The original John Carpenter classic, Halloween. Uh, one awesome thing about this movie was that it actually released on Halloween Eve, 1981, October 30th, 1981. Halloween 2. And, and please note the date we're talking about here, people. 81. Not the Rob Zombie Halloween 2. Forget that that turd even exists. <laughs> you can go on another rant. Don't even, don't even look at it. Just pay no attention. Go rent this one. Or go, go to awesomepods.com, click on the link to Amazon, and you know buy the Blu-ray. There's a great Blu-ray of this one, by the way, part two. Uh, anyway, IMDb 6.3, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critics 30%. I think it's probably one of the lowest ones I've ever seen from a movie that I actually like. Right. Uh, however, 66% audience, so there is some sort of congruence with IMDb and the audience on that one. Budget was 2.5 estimated. Opening, 7.6. Domestic gross, 25.5. So it it multiplied its budget by 10, yeah. pretty oh, much. I forgot to go about that on the last one. About the discussion of making more money than what you made. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We... Touched on it. I mean, yeah. people got what we're saying. I hope so. <laughs> Still got if not, go back and re-listen to that episode of Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, this, the sequel, however, uh, to the greatest horror movie ever made, was not directed by John Carpenter. It was directed by a gentleman named Rick Rosenthal, and this was actually his first film to actually fully direct. Uh, he went on to direct Ruskies and the terrible sequel to Halloween, Halloween Resurrection. Uh, I think that was the one where reality TV invaded Haddonfield and a group of people had to spend the night in the Myers house while they were being filmed. And guess who comes home? Michael Myers. Wow. And it's all caught on film. There's one great, and by great, I mean absolutely stupid kill, where he has like the tripod with the camera still on it. So you're seeing the tripod walk through the house and he stabs somebody with it. Fatality. <laughs> that would be a badass fighting game. NetherRealm Studios, you need to make a horror fighting game. Myers, Voorhees, Bates... Kruger, uh, Kroger, uh, Freddy Krueger was in Last Mortal Kombat, so bring the other horror icons into it and have some great fatalities. Be much cheaper to make now. I mean, you know, to get those licenses. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. A lot of them are actually under the same umbrella now. Uh, <coughs> especially, I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, in five years, Disney's going to own everything. I think we should be concerned. Daniel's still sick. You're right. You haven't said much this week. I haven't it's heard your weak. voice. It's kind of pale too. 
Sorry. Unless you're on Twitch. What are these TV sores watching? all over your body that are oozing pus everywhere? <laughs> Might as well step back a little bit. There's a couple of people watching the TV, watching this live that are like, wait, he didn't look sick. And wait, y'all just recorded. They look just the same as last week. <laughs> we wear the same damn outfit every time they come. We're poor. We're poor podcasters. Go to Amazon, awesomepods.com and buy some stuff from Amazon. <laughs> Put right. food in our mouths that we have to then order from Amazon. Hope right. it gets here in time. <laughs> But anyway, Halloween 2. Uh, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill did write the sequel. However, uh, I can find no fault in the, the writing of this film. It picks up literally... Ex- That's the one thing I love about this film. Uh, I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself when we talk about it. But I love how Halloween 1 ends. This picks up literally the exact same moment. I like when sequels do that. Like it's, mm. In a sense, if you watch these back-to-back, it's a you know, three-and-a-half-hour movie about everything that happened. On Halloween night and into November first. Wait, hey, getting getting chased by a homicidal maniac (laughs) ages you. It it really does. But uh, of course, Donald Pleasance reprises his role as Doctor Loomis. Uh, Of course, he otherwise known from the original Halloween and some uh, four and five as well, and uh, six I think too. That was the one. I think actually Halloween six I think was Donald Pleasance's last film that he made Mm -hmm. before he died, Uh, and he was also. Took a villainous turn. Of course, he was... I can't remember which Bond film he was in. He was a Bond villain, but he was also the villainous dude in Fantastic Voyage that always creeped me out because he got eaten by that white blood cell. Never watched it. you never seen Fantastic Voyage? Mm-hmm. You know what movie I'm talking about, right? Yeah. They, they shrink the people shrink, down to the yeah. body. Old nope. movie. Mm-mm. And I've heard some recent stuff that they're trying to remake it too, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and also reprising her role, Jamie Lee Curtis, the lovely Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Of course, Halloween, True Lies, Blue Steel... Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, other Freaky movies Friday. that she was in. Yeah, with uh, Rehab, Mrs. Rehab, uh, what's her name? Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Fish called Wanda. And yeah. uh, whatever, she pitches that stuff on TV all the time, Activia. too. Yeah. She's Activia, and then Sally Fields, Beneva, all these old actresses. Yeah. You know, pitching all the old, the osteoporosis medicine. That's all that kind of stuff. Joan London doing something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> something, I see that on the rebroadcast of the news. Uh, and uh, also, Charles Cyphers is Lee Brackett again, also reprising his role. He was also in Escape from New York and The Fog, two other John Carpenter productions. Uh, Lance Guest, an alumni of the podcast, was Jimmy, of course, from Jaws the Revenge. He was the one that, you know, screamed dramatically when his friend Jake was eaten by the shark and all that kind of fun stuff. But he's also in one of the greatest sci-fi movies of the 80s, yet to be covered on this podcast, was most certainly will, The Last Starfighter. Ooh. And Dick Warlock, what a name! He's a stuntman. Dick Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a, a gay horror porn. Yeah, I say Warcock. I'm Dick Warlock. That'd be like that's like the name of the manliest Viking ever, Dick Warcock. <laughs> what what weapon do you carry into battle, Warcock? I think you know the answer to that. I carry nothing but which hangeth between my legs, clad in armor. My flail of destruction. <laughs> He's different attachments. Yeah. He's like the uh, ancient ancestor of Sex Machine from Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Warlock uh, played the shape, which is what they actually called Michael Myers in this one. And in the first one, it was never really called, like on the call sheets, it was just the shape. Uh, little bit of trivia there if you didn't know that. But he, was also, he also worked with John Carpenter on The Thing, Escape from New York, and also The Abyss. Uh, of course, stunt work. And it also should be noted, last week was the first film of Johnny Depp. An equally gifted actor's first film was Halloween 2. In a cameo role, none other than Dana Carvey, Garth himself. If you blink, you'll miss him. He-wing. 
Totally was in a movie, Wayne. Yeah. I, <laughs> Excellent. I, I must have been Excellent. wanking. Wait, wait, Garth, who was in that movie? Who was the villain? Michael Myers. Excellent. That was a meta joke. That's Mike Myers right. plays. I got it. I got it. I know you got it, but <laughs> I'm making sure people know that that was a good joke. <laughs> Damn it, it was a good joke. Maybe but, not. I don't know. Is that the laugh track thing? I could put a little, a little laugh track on it. Yeah, go back, go back and do it. Like you did one of the trumpets on the... Yeah, say it again. Fright Night. Oh, the whole thing? <laughs> I don't remember the joke. Fuck it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Daniel, I know you've seen the original Halloween because we watched it one night. Me, you, Dobson, and my brother. I baked cookies. That story's been told on this podcast Epic before. Night. We watched the original Halloween. I th- and actually, I think that was it might, that might have actually been around Halloween. That might have been the I reason we watched it. think it was kind of cool it. outside because we had the windows open. Yeah. That sounds so, like, ready for... Sex, kind of, you know, you make well, cookies. You know for what? All had we, had I was we, gonna say ready for winter, but had all right. we done something, we probably would have gotten assaulted by a mass killer because we would have broken. You know, he, we were probably observed that night by Jason or Michael yeah. Myers, like, but he like, saw waiting we for us so to like pull form. out some marijuana or you know, <laughs> do, do some gay sex wrong. or something, and then then we then they'd slowly pull out that knife. That was a laugh track I was waiting on, but. <laughs> Better late than never. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely watched it. So you, you know the setup for this film. Yeah. Uh, you're much more familiar with the universe than you were going into Nightmare on Elm Street. What did you think of the sequel to Halloween? Halloween 2. Ooh, uh, good title. Um, Very original. Let you know where it stands with the first one. I know you I know you love Halloween and all that, but I was kind of bored with this one. Really? Yeah. Because as far as the sequels go, this is the best one. Really? To me. Oh, out of all the, out yeah. of all movie sequels, out of all, all Halloween sequels. Oh, okay. Because how they, many are they? I forgot. I'll, uh, more than five. Yeah, there's oh. six, seven, maybe eight total. Okay, it just, it just, it, it didn't really excite me anywhere. Mm-hmm. I did like the first one definitely, mm-hmm. but I, I just kind of felt bored with it. Uh, and it should be noted a disclaimer with my opinion on this movie. This is like Halloween two is an iconic movie for me simply because when I was a kid growing up and again to reference USA Network like we did last week USA would always play before this is before AMC played horror movies like you know or was a network like they are today they would maybe play like Bela Lugosi's Dracula or the Karloff uh, Frankenstein uh, but very rarely but every single Halloween growing up USA would play Halloween 2 they never would play Halloween 1 in fact I saw Halloween 2 before I saw Halloween 1 oh really and like uh, I, think I might have told the story in the podcast. I had to like chase down a copy of Halloween One because like it wasn't on TV back in the day. It was actually an old video store where Sigs and Suds used to be <laughs> in Denham, uh, oh. whatever video store that was. But I found it there and rented it immediately. Video Rama? No, that was in Walker. It was. I can't remember the name yeah. of it. I wouldn't. If you said the name, I probably wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, how, so this movie, it's not. It doesn't compare to the original. I mean it. it it does a bit because it's continuing that story, uh, but it's not made as well. It's not as unique. I mean, it's just continuing. It's cashing in on the on the original, which is what every sequel technically does. Uh, but again, like so, I'm I like this movie more than I should because it's not the best made. Yeah. You know, it's it wasn't it's, a horrible movie. It was just yeah. boring to me. It's yeah. it's it's slow. It, it yeah. the pacing is very slow. And but again, as a kid watching this, that's what. It was different because in Friday the 13th, you know, it's like people are getting knocked off. And then the last 10 minutes every Friday the 13th is the the last person running away from where he's finding all the bodies like a funhouse. 
in a sense, that same thing happened in Halloween. You just kind of set the bar for that. Uh, but again, I, I like this movie a, a good bit because again, I like it has so many things going for it that I like of a film or a sequel. It picks up right where the first one left off. They've got the same actors except the guy playing Michael Myers. Uh, the worst thing they do is make the music different. Which yeah. it's the same thing, but it's got. If you heard on the intro, it's got that. It's, it's just, I don't that know. was the coolest part of movies when you first heard the that famous tune. And yeah, the the beginning of that of the podcast, that little scene right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, they that's the only bad thing they do to me in this movie. Like the distinction of it, they don't have that the same theme. It's yeah. the same, but it's not the theme. Yeah. It's you know it's, it sounds like it's on a synthesizer or something. You might mm. you know it's more electronic instead of. It probably is electronic completely. Most likely in that day. So, again, that's that's nitpicking because to me, Halloween one and two make like that's like the Halloween. Let me rephrase that. Halloween one and two. Halloween one is phenomenal. Two is a good follow up. I mean, that's the only place the story could go if you had to make a sequel to it. It it sounds kind of stupid. Well, it doesn't sound stupid, but like um, for me, I, I grew up with a Karate Kid. Yeah, Karate Kid three is a bad movie, but I like it. That's the one. No, actually, I, I don't I like the next Karate Kid. No, well, I don't count <laughs> wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. The one we watched in Florida? No, that's the one I don't like. Oh. Okay. What did I say? I'm sorry. You said you, you like the next Karate Kid. Oh, no. Kid. I meant to say I like three. Oh. I don't like the next Karate Kid. I'm sorry. No, three okay. is a bad movie, but I, I, I enjoy it. I will watch it when it comes on TV. Mm-hmm. It's one of the... And I shouldn't. Looks good. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like it, that. No, yeah. it's exactly like that. Uh, the Halloween... Se- like, the Nightmare sequels, like, there's some good ones. There's some great Friday the 13th sequels. There are some good Halloween sequels, but it's it's a mixed bag mm. because especially because you know you would get a nightmare sequel every year or not every year but frequently in the eighties you would get that uh, fr- guaranteed a Friday the Thirteenth sequel you know so when the genre became big like oh let's bring Michael Myers back when they did four and five and they're just silly four is not bad it's a good way to bring the character back from two. Like to me, the only the order like the only ones like, you know, all the nightmares can make make a story. All the Friday Thirteenth, as ludicrous as it sounds, when going to space and everything, basically make a story. Uh, Halloween, however, there's different mythologies that kind of take place within it, like with his origins and blah blah blah. But to me, you have the 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 core storyline of it is one, two, four, and then H two O, which is where Jamie Lee Curtis came back. Which was that was a really good sequel because it it's basically taking place right after two chronologically like it, it it doesn't count any of the other sequels as happening i got you but four is a good sequel honestly because you got donald pleasance in it like it's a good i mean uh friday 13th and nightmare are very they're they're very horror ish i mean i'm trying i'm trying to sound <laughs> stupid of course they're horror ish duh um <laughs> but they're very simple in, as far as their their plots as like you know this person's going to fall asleep. Kruger's going to terrorize them for whatever reason. But the dynamic that's so good in Halloween that I like it more than a lot of other stuff is the fact that the Loomis-Myers relationship is very much like the Frankenstein-Dr. Frankenstein relationship. He's, you know, it's his patient that he's failed. He always knew there was something bad going to happen, and then he has to, he feels like he has to fix it. So he's hunting his Frank, his monster, mm. so to speak. And that's, that's why... I really like that, and it works so good in the first one. It works good in this one because, uh, of course, spoiler alert, he kills both himself and 
him, or no, or does he? Because they come back in part four, because <laughs> part three had nothing to do with uh, Michael Myers, and which it is, it is interesting to note that Halloween, Halloween, two, this movie was meant to be the end of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to make any more, but they were going to continue the series. But it would be more about almost like a Twilight Zone, to where each Halloween film would be about some odd story that happens on Halloween, which is why you have Halloween three season of the witch starring the star of. Uh, Night of the Creeps, Tom Atkins. Uh, maybe we'll throw that one in next year because it's so. Most people hate it because it might, you, pretty much because it's Halloween three and it's not Michael Myers. But if it would have just been called Season of the Witch, it probably wouldn't have been as ill received as it was. It's a bad movie, but it's entertaining. Mm. It's not Night of the Creeps entertaining, but that's an, another a story for another time. But uh, I definitely understand what you're saying, and I've kind of drawn on a lot about it. But any other thoughts? Your thoughts <laughs> on it? Or what you took from it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's just weird. Like uh, I wanted to be interested in it, but yeah. it just didn't come. Didn't happen. It's fine. Like now, if you said that for the first one, I'd knock you off your stool, <laughs> big boot you, <laughs> if I could reach that high without tearing a crotch muscle. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the first one is like one of those holy grail films. Like when. And and even though I say that, and we know my stance on remakes, when I first heard Rob Zombie was remaking Halloween, I remember you telling me I was yeah. I was there was I was a little excited. I was like, okay, I think I was living with you whenever you we because um the thing again, my my complaint with Zombie is he makes he he writes his own stuff, he directs it, he puts his wife in it, and you know he does the music for it. He's not good at all those things. Like I I, I think he could. I don't think he's a bad director, but if he when if he focuses on and I think Halloween was his best directed film. And he did rewrite the script for it. But, I mean, you're, he's working off something that exists. It's already there. So, like, I mean, he could have done what Gus Van Zandt did and do a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho, but do it with Halloween with a modern aesthetic. He's, and I would have liked it. It would have been a million times better than what it turned, what it turned out to be because it's a stinking pile of shit. Uh, but I was, when it was announced, I was like, okay, this could be really good because he respects horror. And that's, Halloween's like the holy grail of horror. One, one of, like, the iconic movies and he fucked it up but we're not here to talk about him (laughs) (laughs) but anyway there's some interesting tidbits of information about this film which i will now share uh of course everybody should should know at least that the mask uh the halloween the michael myers mask is that of william shatner uh they hollow out the eyes and painted it white of course uh and the mask that he wears in this movie is the exact same one worn in the original film uh, it looks different in this one. Like it look definitely looks aged from s- supposedly being the same night as the original. Uh, but that was pretty much because uh, the painted faded. Uh, first, because Nick Castle, who played the original Michael Myers, he kept it in his back pocket during shoots, folded up. <laughs> you know, uh, and of course we're talking about a piece of latex and rubber here, so it's not gonna hold up. Uh, also, Deborah Hill kept the mask under her bed for several years after the filming of Halloween one, and she was a heavy smoker, so it kind of yellowed it with. You know, obviously being in a, smoke, a house of a smoker. Uh, and also, uh, Dick Warlock, who plays The Shape, is shorter than Michael, than Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers in the first one. In fact, Dick Warlock is the shortest person ever to play Michael Myers, and he actually wore lifts in his shoes to appear taller. <laughs> uh, and then after this film, Dick Warlock actually kept the mask, the scalpel, scalpel basically his whole costume. Uh, and when they decided... Let me see... Uh, to bring them back in Halloween 4, they realized they had made a mistake and never again gave props out to the cast and crew. 
So that's why his mask looks different in pretty much every subsequent sequel. You know, it's still a white mask, but it's never the same mask. Hmm. Uh, because Dick Warlock still has it, if it's still in one piece somewhere, probably rotting away, just because that's the nature of that material. So that's the, the history of the mask. And, I, and that was something I always wondered as a fan of the series, is like, okay, he still looks creepy in four. You know, the black eyes, you don't know, you know what's behind those eyes. Uh, but, you know, it's like, he looks like Michael Jackson. Because of the white? No, I mean, just the mask, like, looks weird. Oh, like the, okay. It's just different. Uh, you think they'd be able to get more, or have yeah. more, you know, when they first made it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they just didn't, like, look at it and say, okay, we need to remake that mask and make it. They Even just, in our film, The Pursuit of Red X, yeah. which you can watch on YouTube right now. <laughs> We have two masks, yeah, you know, but then, only one on camera at any other time. Mm-hmm. And you'd be hard pressed to tell them apart in the film, like yeah. which one would you use when? Twins but, um, in TV shows back in the day. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but every time I watch Full House, I know exactly which one is on camera. <laughs> yep, let's watch episode right now. <laughs> but um, everywhere you, look. you know, it's like. <laughs> Jason's hockey mask changes. Like, like some, like one of them has like a red triangle at the top, and uh, some of them have like one of them has like a blue at one point. You know, I mean, very minute differences. It doesn't change the fact that it's Jason. Uh, Freddie, you know, his look, you know, his burns obviously aren't in the same place in each subsequent film, but he's he's still instantly recognizable as Freddie. But to me, there's so many different masks in this series that it's like. I can tell you which film I'm watching by looking at which mask Michael Myers is wearing. Oh. Like they're they're and for an iconic character, that shouldn't be the case. That's like yeah. you know, Freddie has a glove that has like butter knives on it in one movie and forks or, or something. Sporks on the next one. You know, and and, and see, and, and the thing is, it's supposed <laughs> to be the same mask in the mythology, because uh, obviously, in the you know, the town of Haddonfield hates Halloween, but they still like make like masks that. Michael wore because people would wear them just like you know people uh, dress up like a Jack the Ripper or you know whatever or uh, like uh, perfect example Ghostface from Scream when that movie came out mm-hmm. those masks were everywhere and people even some friends we know got arrested for making phone calls like from that film and you know scaring people with the Scream mask you know it, it permeated pop culture mm. and they did that in the film so there obviously were other masks that they would have but no he has different weird looking masks that look like different people still creepy nonetheless but as a fan of the series i hate that uh, I, i'm a i'm a continuity dork uh, star wars is awesome because aside from the prequels because you know it's the same people in every sequel you know the christopher e. superman's are great because it's all that same kind of group uh like uh, lord of the rings even the hobbit you know you're getting you you have that brotherhood of those a lot of those same people back so it in a sense it legitimizes it it makes it uh keep going Makes it better. Keep going. I can't hear. I can't hear anything. <laughs> but, okay. um, you know, so a lo- I, I really appreciate that about any sequel I'm watching. Uh, you know, Jaws 2, I, I love, I like watching Jaws 2 because Roy Scheider's in it. You know, it's carrying on, you know, it might be a bad sequel, but at least it's, it's got the right components. If that makes any sense whatsoever. No, I got it makes it. sense to me. I know I don't. You, you see a verbalized like- thing. There's a piece of home there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's a, that's a perfect way to put it. Thank you, Daniel. That was prophetic. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the film was set immediately after the first Halloween. Uh, 
But at this point in her life, Jamie Lee Curtis has started to kind of wear her trademark short hair cut. So throughout the, this entire film, she's wearing a wig, mm-hmm. in case it wasn't obvious. Uh, and originally, this sequel was to take place not in the hospital, but in a high-rise apartment building. So there have been a lot of stairs <laughs> being walked up. As Die to, hard. Which floor is he on? Uh, and this is actually the only Halloween film that takes place not on Halloween, because it takes place November 1st. Yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, of course, Rick Rosenthal directed, John Carpenter you know, wrote and kind of oversaw, so to speak. <coughs> uh, and this, I find this really odd, because the first Halloween is so effective because there's very little gore. It's, you know, your mind's doing the work for you. Uh, but John Carpenter actually thought that this scene, that the Rosenthal's cut of Halloween Two was a little too tame, so he went back and added some, gore, excuse me, added some uh, more gore and kind of bloodied it up a little bit to make it more violent, which is odd, like I said, because of the first thing. Uh, the scene where the boombox boy it, or, it bumps into Michael Myers—that's uh, actually Lance Warlock, his son, uh, Dick Warlock's son. Uh, that was actually shot by John Carpenter. That scene, huh. and it's. It's a good scene. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a long shot. It's a continuous shot. A long shot as it yeah. goes from the kid crossing the street, bumping into Michael, follows him over the shoulder the entire time. As we hear the exposition, that that's how my, and that's how Michael figures out that, oh, she's at the hospital. Because it says on the radio that we brought the survivor to this hospital. Convenient for the murderer <laughs> to have been there at that time. Uh, oh, uh, Ben Tramer, the one who gets killed with the car. Oh, smashed. Yeah. Uh, Great scene, by the way. Um, he's a reference to John Carpenter's friend, Bennett Tramer. They went to uh, USC together, uh, and it should be known that to tie it into one of our favorite shows of all time, you might recognize the name or you subliminally have seen the name Bennett Tramer before because he wrote some episodes of Saved by the Bell. And his movie namesake was run over or sandwiched between a van and a cop car and then exploded. Hold on. <laughs> this is my stupid Saved by the Bell knowledge. Uh-oh. Jesse's evil stepbrother, I believe his name is Eric Tramer. I know it was Eric. Wow. Uh, Look it up! Yeah, I gotta check this out. Eric this is just too weird, Daniel. Tramer. R- wait, Y- T-R-A-Y-M-E-R? A-M-E-R is how it's spelled on here. Like T-R-A, like Rammer. Oh, okay. Take the Y out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway, while right we're there. looking it up, <sighs> that's probably, and it, that episode was probably written. Does it have the writing? Eric like, Tramer. Uh, who wrote this episode? <laughs> Scroll up. It's funny. Wow. Written, no, it doesn't say. No, I, they don't care enough, I guess. <laughs> they have all this produced shit, but they won't tell you who wrote or directed the episode. They They're don't assholes. Have, no. I mean, they don't want to have that. <laughs> but um, I'm sure it was probably Bennett Tramer. <laughs> Safe to say. Uh, in the scene where Lori's kind of running away from Michael in the hospital, and they're kind of in the basement, and she goes through the window, and he's yeah. kind of swinging at her as she, her legs are yeah. flailing. Uh, he's actually just holding a stick with an eraser on it, not, <laughs> a, not a scalpel, to avoid any accidental sli- slices. She had to watch her dress right there. <laughs> I was. <laughs> waiting patiently. Body count, would you care to guess? Did y'all do body count in the other ones? No. I didn't even look oh, it up. Well. This was actually in like the trivia, so it mind. reminded me. Gotcha. Uh, eight? You're very close. Ten. But 
Only nine were Michael Myers. The aforementioned Bennett Tramer was killed by a cop. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the cop that plays, that hit him, is Dick Warlock out of the uh, out mask of the and everything. Yeah. Patrolman number three. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then, like I mentioned before, the sequel was originally, uh, originally intended to be the final film feat to feature Michael Myers <laughs> and Sam Lewis and Laurie Strode we and all the Haddonfield stuff. We that in a while. That's a good thing. It means I'm, I'm becoming okay. a better public speaker. <laughs> Don't laugh when Your I... Your dictation has gotten a lot better. Let me finish perusing <laughs> my notes, please. Uh, the sequel, though not as successful as the original, still grossed more money than any other 1981 horror film, which include The Howling, Friday the 13th Part 2, oh. and The Omen 3, The Final Conflict. But I bet it wasn't, because there was an Omen 4. Yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> So, Halloween 2 uh, did make more money than the Friday the 13th sequel. Because at this point in time, this franchise was on fire. No disrespect to Bennett Tramer, who was on fire in this film. Was a, <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. So, anyway, I like this movie, though. Okay. I, don't understand what you're, I do understand what you're saying. Cause, okay, t- okay, typical sequence in this movie. Michael's walking. Oh, shit, he's getting closer. Still walking. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis runs around the corner and hides in this room. Up. Oh, he's starting to walk again. He's still walking. It's a, oh, it's he's a, not... Wait, no, he's not there. Oh, shit, he's behind me. Run. It's an evil Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Same color scheme, too. Black overalls, white face. There you go. I will say this. The, t- <laughs> the funniest thing in this movie, or the thing that just... they I don't know why they had to do it, but we're... She's obviously never shot a gun in her life. And granted, he's standing right in front of her, but she fires two shots back to back, not looking, and hits the dude in his eyes. <laughs> One bullet in each eyeball. Like a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... <laughs> it's so sick. Sometimes. But it, it's, it's, it's almost like, like, it'd be really cool if he's blonde and they used the, the oxygen hissing to divert his attention. Yeah, that is cool. How do we make him blind? She can shoot his eyes out. Like a mouse. <laughs> you know, nobody thought like, but wouldn't that kill him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no. Yeah. I guess, I we have to blow bullets, him up. He's yeah, like a bullets shark. Don't have, <laughs> bullets don't Didn't have think of mace, huh? Or something. Yeah, could it's it's that's my one complaint. Like just it's one of those things that take you out of it. Or a long spear. It's <laughs> just <laughs> Anyway. But I like this movie. Uh, what are we doing? Video or sports? Sports. <laughs> sports rewind. Again, sports rewind brought to you by Amazon.com. If you go to all, uh, awesomepies.com. Boo! Boo, Wendy! Boo! <laughs> and click on the uh, Amazon link, and if whatever you purchase from Amazon, 4% goes to Awesome yeah. podcast. Or awesome to fund this lovely studio, our viewers on whatever site that was. Twitch.tv. Twitch. I'll remember that. I, I, I looked for games. I looked for birthdays. I didn't have like real world stuff. I have This is the lamest one ever. So it, this, this Nothing happened in the real world. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody was watching Halloween 2. Like, oh, it's a sequel to the best horror movie ever. Let's, Let's see do nothing. Halloween 2 came out on October 30th of... Uh, 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 26th, the L.A. Dodgers beat the New York Yankees to win uh, the World Series. It was the 78th World Series. See, even when I even, pick a movie in October, the sport shit has uh, to be baseball. It, it sucks. But the thing, um, as 
this gets on the air, I think the World Series will still be going on. I didn't check. I didn't care enough to check. But I won't be watching it, so there you go. And the Dodgers could potentially be in the World Series. I don't think so. I think they're down. But anyway, that's all I could find on it. It really did. Fuck baseball. That's all I got to say. And that was (laughs) Sports Rewind. And... In the real world, on October 30th, 1981, Ivanka Trump was born. The end. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Moving straight on, uh, score-wise, what would you give this one, Daniel? I'd give it about a 5.5. No, pretty low on your scale. It it just just didn't get anywhere with it. Yeah, I mean, this isn't one of those, like I said, I mean, this movie, and I almost say, like I could say it unfortunately, like, you know, this movie's dear to me because of the USA Network playing it every Halloween and it scared the crap out of me as a kid watching it in the dark. Come in from trick-or-treating, usually turn it on right when he kills that chick in the beginning and he jumps out of the bush. Uh, which he's, She walks into her living room and he's in there. There's one little ficus plant and he's obviously hiding behind it because he jumps out <laughs> as she looks around. That's what I like to see. Like Somebody should do like some an internet thing like where it shows the pe- like scenes like where the killer would have to be hiding to have surprised them in that moment. <laughs> it'd be hard but somebody can do it I'm sure anyway yeah but uh, to me it's an 8.1 and again that's three points of that two three points of that is honestly simply because of the nostalgia of it and again I like the, it's it's a good sequel for you know I mean, Halloween doesn't really even need a sequel because it, it, one of the key things about the original is that one of the best endings of any movie ever you know shoots him falls says his badass line walks off Walks up, looks down. Boogeyman's still out there. Then it ends with him breathing. Where is he? He could be at home waiting for you. you know, oh, no. Michael Myers is going to kill you. <laughs> is that him over there? Oh, no. He's behind you. Look out. Do they hear that? No, they don't hear so that. So they just see Trey all of a sudden. Andrew's watching and Trey's all of a sudden talking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear our sound effects. The people are, oh, my dear, I'd say, that chap that talks a lot sure is a little bit batshit insane. <laughs> In the future, you will be able to hear these sound effects once I get all the audio kinks worked oh, cool. out. And it'll be sound good quality. Soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now we're going with camera quality video, so they're hearing it like they're in the room. I want to eventually get it to where they're hearing what's in the mic. Sweet. Yeah, but uh, like All I said, in due time. I give it an 8.1 simply because th- there is a nostalgic factor here for me. It's really, on this one, this is like this movie defined my childhood. Like on, at Halloween, like I said, we yeah. come from trick or treating around eight. That's right when it would start on USA, and they would play it like eight to ten, and then ten to midnight. And I'd watch it twice. Me and my brother would sit there scared to death. In fact, like uh, the only nightmares I've ever had from like a horror villain, like I've never been chased by Freddy or uh, Jason, but I've had nightmares. Uh, the only horror icon that's ever chased me in my dreams was Michael Myers. Nice. Hmm. So, again, I'm tying it into my childhood. <laughs> Obviously, he was the one that scared me the most. Because Freddy's funny. I mean, let's be honest. If, if you had to get killed by a horror, like a horror villain, who would you want to get killed by? Freddy. Because you're about to die, but, dude, this is so funny. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Whatever. And you're dead. Yeah. In you real know? life. But see, you know, Jason's just going to be like... <laughs> yeah. You know, Pinhead's gonna tell you how your soul's gonna burn forever repeatedly. Where Freddy's gonna like be making jokes like, "Ah, you like the podcast, huh?" And then he shoves it in my head and you know does some. <laughs> you know, he's at least he's gonna make a bad pun before he kills me. So and you can talk to Freddy. Yeah, you look forward to the joke. Look, Freddy, I know yes. you're about to kill me. 
let's just talk for a second. Yeah, you might actually make friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty funny. I'll kill you last. Yeah, so. But anyway, uh, wrapping up, this is, this is my favorite time of the year. This will be out around actual Halloween. So everybody be safe out there. Be responsible at your Halloween parties. Uh, but this is the last one of the Halloween horror. Hootenanny, hoedown, hacktacular. People are going to want to know what you were for Halloween. Can't say yet because we're not recording. I know. <laughs> but technically, while they're listening to this, hey, yeah. hey. you've already done it. You, yeah, you could say, I know what you are. I know what you are. No, you could say it because it won't be recorded. <laughs> yeah, but y'all don't know, so... I know who you really are. Oh, because of... I don't uh, remember who told me. I that. know who told you then. But Jesse doesn't, so... <laughs> oh, Jesse doesn't Don't, don't, ruin, his, don't okay. ruin the mystique for him. Is it better than mine? <laughs> it can Once you told me yours... Okay, like, it's going to be good. Yeah. Ooh, once you, once you told me yours, I was like... There goes my three and a... There goes my hope for a four-peat. Oh, P. whatever. <laughs> no, seriously, like... I was like, God dang it. I mean, you'll respect it. I don't think a lot of people will. It depend- if he goes all out, it's going to be a good little battle. If he goes all out with it. No, I mean, I ain't talking shit about Halloween costumes <laughs> or anything. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of people this year are going balls right. to the wall and or clitorises to the wall. Um, <laughs> wow. As if that's a saying. <laughs> I just didn't want to discriminate our female viewers or that's listeners. True. You know, I mean, women technically can't go balls. Oh, excuse me, tits to the wall. Gotcha. We there go we balls go. to the wall. I go tits to the wall. Tits to the clitoris wall. is a fun word, though. I like it's saying clitoris. It's is not, you you right don't now. use it in your daily. <laughs> you know, you don't. It's not one of those words you get to use a lot. What's another word like that? Male part. No, well, let's just you know, for everybody, put their butts in gear. <laughs> Everybody's got a butt. Or do they? Some do people they? have too. Oh yeah, my bad. People without. But anuses. <laughs> Human centipedes, <laughs> centipedes only have one, technically, and there's three, comp- uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Oh, yeah. No, but... Uh, that was an idea I had for a Halloween costume. Was the human are centipede. you serious? Just a bunch of blow-up dolls. <laughs> oh, and you... don't use it every day, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bunch of blow-up dolls, and then attach it to my ass. <laughs> But when that's not a villain, though. It's a, yeah. It's more of like the idea of a movie. I thought well, that'd be hilarious. Your wife could have been like the, dressed up like a scientist, and you could have been, you know, the. <laughs> but then I wouldn't have been a villain, though. I just would have been part of it. I would have like a sandwich in my. <laughs> have you seen that movie? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen. I think I've seen parts. It's uh, I heard like I think there's like four of them now or some shit. But I've seen the first one and uh. It's so funny because the South Park episode with the human centipede. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff like that's going on, like that they're referencing, is they really pulled a lot from it. Like, got to fish. Like, <laughs> I have, sorry, Kyle, I have to shit. Like there's scenes like that in the movie. Oh, like, really? Uh, it's gross. Anyway, that's a movie we're not talking about. Yeah, on this that podcast. would be a uh, funny costume, me dragging around a bunch of blow-up dolls. <laughs> no, but uh, like this, this, uh, this year at our Halloween party, it's... Like, I am excited for everybody who walks in the door. Cool. Because we have about, we know, about, it's probably around 35, 40 people total. Mm-hmm. I know, I mean, the list we have, we have about 25 that have, you know, said, so we know 25 with no duplicates. And there's not a one on that list that's like, I can't wait to see what they do with it. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, but anyway, for people who, you know, 
this don't matter for a lot of you people listening. I'm sorry. I wish you could come to our Halloween parties. <laughs> well, I think people are interested. They're here. great. Uh, we'll talk about it next week uh, when we come back. So there's no spoilers for anybody. But um, yeah, successful horror horror month. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Now uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll, uh, well, actually, let me cover. I'm back to the future question for this one was what's your favorite horror franchise because more so than any other genre horror is there are so many series in horror you have hellraiser one through eight you have halloween one through eight friday the 13th one through whatever never watched fly one, one and two. Uh oh next month uh next year never saw what not one hellraiser never watched oh that's sort that of like the first Friday. The yeah, 15th. Phantasm, like three of them. oh yeah i've watched like two jasons oh, yeah i'm not a big horror guy yeah scream what I mean, else? there's there's very few horror films that do not have it. In fact, I mean, it's probably hard, harder to think of one that doesn't have a sequel than to think of ones that have sequels. Mm. I mean, honestly. Uh, Can you count Evil Dead as horror? That's, yeah. Then Tom? that's my favorite. So there you go. Fr- franchise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that's, a, that's, that's, as far as enjoyment goes, that's a pretty good one. That's yeah. a franchise I did not think I was going to like. And I don't even, that one didn't even cross my mind thinking of this. Uh, so my, my original answer was Friday the Thirteenth. Hmm. That's my favorite franchise because it, they just get more and more and more ridiculous. I, and it's just so, which is so silly. Same with Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if, had I had I even thought about that, I would have picked that. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. I can't now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Because it, I, I didn't. Can't I mean, stop. It, it didn't cross my mind. Cause, Won't stop. Because you know, it, it's a. It is a horror movie, <laughs> but. The Campbell's performance always it you you laugh the whole time. So like when I when I pose this question to myself, Mike, what's my favorite horror franchise? Yeah. It didn't, didn't even cross my mind. But it is in fact. I mean, it is valid. I watched mm-hmm. Charles play one in three. So in terms of not really, I'm trying being to think. Extremely funny. I like the Charles play. The, my favorite part of any child's play is the first one where they put him in the fireplace and he's on fire and that little doll is like bouncing around <laughs> screaming like a grown man. That's cinema gold. <laughs> but I never liked the child. Like they were fun, you know. They were, they were kind of silly, you know. I got to get into your body, and it and like it it made me it allowed me to pick on my younger brother a lot with his my buddy figure or whatever, right. like putting it in different, you know, kind of like what. Well, honestly, Elf on the Shelf was developed by somebody who you know. Tortured their younger brother or something. Like, the doll moved. Yeah. He's over here now. Hmm, this could really fool kids at Christmas, and I can make a shit ton of money. Can't so. believe that's an idea. Like, take any, literally anything, and make it move around the room. Yeah. <laughs> What's so special about that one? I mean, I really don't know. Uh, well, one of my coworkers has it, and, like, she's done it for her kids for, like, years, ever since they've been, as they've been growing up. So it's like a, tra- it's like a, it's a holiday tradition thing. But, but why a, that one and not just some generic? I don't know. Uh, I know, like the 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 elf on the shelf, like it comes with a book, like about the story of it or whatever. Mm. And then, uh, but each elf is like named or something. So, like, oh, our elf's named Tingle, oh, or whatever. And then you know the parents Bleh. go in the middle of the night. <laughs> I I can't wait to get one for my kids though, because I'm gonna like, you know, His he's gonna be in the living one. room, <laughs> and then like they're gonna wake up and he's gonna be staring at them. Yeah, I'm gonna creep my kids the fuck out with that thing. <laughs> he's got I'm a excited. Foil knife. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna be, he's gonna be sitting like you put little my, eyebrows. <laughs> my daughter's Barbie's gonna be headless, and he's gonna be sitting there next to her. <laughs> Mommy, God, I'm a terrible parent. But it's gonna be, I will be a terrible parent, but it's gonna be so much fun <laughs> for me. But anyway, oh, uh, hope you enjoyed this year's Halloween horror. I always do because 
it's my favorite time of the year. But uh, this, we know last time, Daniel, The Shining was your favorite of the ones we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would assume that Nightmare was your favorite this go around. Yeah. A little bit over Lost Boys, like yeah. you mentioned. Good choice. Uh, so, and these, no, you had, of the ones we watched this time, you hadn't seen any of them, correct? I think last time you had, we did Ghostbusters, yeah. which you had seen. Yeah. yeah, so these were all pretty new experiences for you. Never touched any of them. Awesome. Well, uh, Christina May, if you're listening, send us another suggestion for next week. <laughs> I mean, next year. Uh, oh, Scarlet Doll feels sorry for my poor kids already. Yep. <laughs> Twitch TV slash awesome pods. But uh, don't forget, if you want to send us suggestions for movies to cover, not just for our Halloween coverage, we do be having Christmas coming up. There's plenty I got lined up for that. Uh, but send us what you want to hear. Uh, you can reach us at 80srevisited at gmail.com or at awesome pods, uh, or awesome pods at Facebook and Twitter, I should say, awesomepods.com. Uh, and of course, awesome pods plural means there's more than one podcast. Oh, that, is that a fact? Join with us. <laughs> I got to get, uh, I got to have a little discussion here. To kind of end the Halloween deal, um, Trey and Jesse were kind of pre-planning another podcast. Can y'all tell a little bit about what well, the, it was going to be about? Well, the concept of it is—it's a good time to talk about it because it, it's the concept is based off a horror film. I spit on your grave is the horror movie, but the name of the podcast what we're talking is going to be I spit on your fave. So imagine it as a roast of yes, sorts. That's, that's is the exactly best way to look at it, it. To where Daniel will come in and go. Willow, Willow is I the greatest Willow. movie of all movie. time. And then no matter who else is doing it, whether it be you know, anybody, we're going to open it up to some other people that want to come. And then it's like, no, this movie is... Even even if, like, let's say he comes in and says Star Wars is his favorite movie. Even if that's the case, I have to, like, tell, tell how stupid it is. Yeah. Even if you like it. Yep. Exactly. Speaking of... Okay. A <laughs> uh, co-worker of mine named... Uh, well, we'll leave his name out of it, just in case if he doesn't do it. But his name, his name is Sam. Um, Sam. He, Sam. Yeah, Sam. He, Sam W. Samuel. He, How um, about S. Williams? <laughs> he was talking to me the other day about Star Wars and total honest truth. His favorite Star Wars is one, episode one and episode three are tied. Okay? His least favorite out of any of them is Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Let me guess. He's what, uh, 22? I would have said 12. He's, <laughs> he's 20 or 21. Yeah, he's like he's that generation under us. But I asked kinda. him yeah, if, exactly. if you could... He said he's watched every one of them. He said Return of the Jedi is his favorite out of the old ones. Uh, I was like, if you came on here, could you have a good, intelligent discussion? In a fun in a fun yeah. way. No, like getting in your face, being a bitch like caveman. Um, about why Phantom Menace is a fantastic movie and why uh, Empire Strikes Back is so horrible. That could be the first episode right there. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring him in right that? now. Yes. Okay. Bring this bitch in. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> but I would want it to be like I want I want to let him know for sure that it, it is. I can. It's I fun. Can, okay. This yeah. is a fun yeah, thing. I mean, we're gonna we're, say terrible things. Yeah. But yeah. it's all, you know, because I like episode fine. three. One yeah. is the least best, right. definitely. But three's he likes Jar Jar Binks. Oh, <laughs> this dude's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to cry. 
<laughs> we'll see. No, but no. See, like, okay, here's like episode not, one. He's not joking about any of this. That's that's the main thing about. It. Wow. But I can I can understand it because wow. when you know when his age because think about it. Uh, episode one came out. Oh, I believe in eighty. I mean oh, eighty. God, no, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> I think ninety eight or ninety seven. Oh. Okay. Or maybe it was 99. It was somewhere around there because I can't remember if I was getting out of high... No, no, it had 99. to be 99 because yep. I was out of high school because I remember the, I uh, that. the nice. re-releases came out when I was in high school because I remember skipping class to go see Star Wars in the theater. Uh, but, um, so, you know, I'm going in... I'm, a, I'm you know, just graduated college when this... I mean, uh, high school when this movie came out. I'm basically a man, an adult, you know, 18. Uh, he would have been 10. I mean, uh, 8. I doing that? Yeah, he would have been like eight. So he's like a younger kid. So you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when a younger kid watches episode one, it's kind of like, kind of like you do it like Indiana Jones when you first watched yeah. it. But that, but here's the difference. When I was eight, I was watching the original. <laughs> I was watching Indiana Jones. I was watching the movies we cover on this podcast. But I would like to, I would like to y'all to get into it about like why he likes George R. What's the the character. What is his? What, what it, name one redeeming quality that this person that character has? That's what I want you to in ask this universe. Him. That's what I would want you to ask him. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's CG, so and he I'm can be erased be like, really stand, easily. I'm gonna no be one standing over here and laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward to that. The to live join, studio audience to join uh, the other shows on the Awesome Podcast Network, such as Geekly Dose, Duo Attack, the Jesse Sedgley Podcast. Why don't <laughs> Why don't you know this? In the Republic City Report, I keep I'm standing up and excited, <laughs> talking about stuff, and I keep jerking. And if I'm right in the mic, I'm sorry because I'm trying to plug my headset back in. Our Twitch <laughs> watchers saw all of that. They just got to see an amazing, hilarious thing uh, that only you could Twitch. hear. Twitch.tv slash Awesome Pod. Yeah, but uh, so check out our other podcast. Look for the new one. I I spit on your fave coming soon to the Awesome Podcast Network. Now next week uh, we're out of our horror uh, horror marathon, unfortunately. So we got to get back to the back to reality of I, again, other movies that exist. I don't know what movie we're about to do. So this is new to me. It is totally new to you. But starting next week on '80s Revisited. Oh yeah, you did tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just act shocked. Go ahead. One of you know aside. F- okay, you know we mentioned horror movies have so many. Like you know, there's almost thirteen Friday the Thirteenth. There's you know, more than five of every other horror mo- you know movie out there. Usually, uh, outside of the horror genre, there's really not that many uh, films that have more than you know three, four sequels. Maybe uh, aside from like this, like science fiction, like you know Star Wars has six, about to have seven. Lord of the Rings, you know, but they're based on existing things. Uh, the main, you know, of course, James Bond has the most sequels of anything, but you know that's more of like a character. You know this character's adventure, mm-hmm. but the movie movies that we're going to start covering next week probably have. I have to do some research to be concrete on this this fact that I'm making up on the spot. Uh, but this series, aside from James Bond, probably has the most sequels of any non horror movie. I'll be willing to bet James Bond notwithstanding. And it if has you think seven, right? Seven and a series. Yeah, that's quite a few. That's a lot. Or two different series. Oh wait! In mm-hmm. development, are they rebooting this franchise, this unnamed franchise? With it, you might have guessed it by what we're talking about, or oh, you might right, not right, have. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I would. I would be serious. behind this. Okay, if, I'm, I'll end the suspense. <laughs> we're talking about one of the greatest franchises of the '80s, and we're going to cover all six of the ones 
that were released in the 80s. From part one all the way to part six, oh City Under gosh. Siege. Damn. I'm talking about Police Academy. Wow. You're going to know the whole story. <laughs> Not that you need to. Right. It's just an excuse to have jokes with cops. Each subsequent one. They did try to spice it up in part five when they go to Miami Beach. I mean, but I won't, I won't ruin anything about these cinematic masterpieces. But yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna brighten up the mood around here. We just talked about blood, guts, and death for five weeks. So now we're going to give you a... I think... Uh, I'm not sure how long we'll break it up. Uh, I'm not sure. If, we'll probably do maybe two an episode, maybe. Because there's really not that much to talk about for each one, each film in particular. Because we're talking, you know, 80, 90-minute comedies here. Uh, so maybe we'll do one and two next week, then three and four, then five and six. Okay. Uh, to break it up. Because it's pretty much going to be us saying, starring these same people, this is their misadventures. Did you like this one, Daniel? Did you like this one better than the last two you watched? <laughs> and vice versa. So, yeah. Wow. Well, let's, let's, we'll say, like, maybe we'll do two an episode. I think okay, uh, that'll fine. be pretty easy. And I really don't think... I love this series, but I don't think it deserves an individual episode for every <laughs> single one. But they are great, as you're going to discover very shortly. And uh, honestly, I picked this because I've been wanting to watch these again for a while. And what better way than to Let's work, do it. work it into this hobby? So starting next week, everybody, Police Academy 1 and 2. And until then, I remain Trey Harris. I'm Daniel Sanangelo. Jesse Sedgley. Daniel, go to the doctor. Yeah. Work on that cold. Yeah, so Come back healthy next week. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hope you had a great ho- Actually, you'll be listening to this before Halloween, so have a safe and delightfully frightening Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't girl scream. Scooge. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. this show and more on facebook.com slash awesome pods and follow us on twitter at awesome pods <laughs>